0: You know who it is. It's the Under the Scope podcast. We're back with another episode. I'm your host, Will Brost, calling in from St. Louis and calling in from an undisclosed location, a separate mm-hmm. location, is uh, my faithful co-host, Patrick Anderson.
1: think you gave away too much information there.
0: I think I did. I think I <laughs>
1: did, did maybe a little bit.
0: <laughs> Normally calling in from Nashville, but not today. I gotta move. I gotta move where I
1: am. It's <laughs> top, top stuff. secret stuff.
0: Yeah, it's it's very important that they don't know where you are right now because if they, you know, do you do you know where I am right now? You're in. I, you're not in Nashville. and You're not in my apartment right now. No. So uh, I don't know. It could I'm be anywhere. It, that's true. Could be anywhere. Uh, there you go. There. We, there we go. We're We're gonna say you're in like I don't know, southeast Missouri. I don't know. Ooh. Hmm you yeah. could say that just a, just just a guess i don't know um so <laughs> we're we're talking about uh one of our favorite bands today i i think it's safe to say that uh this is one of your favorite bands it's one of my favorite bands um
1: mm-hmm. in recent years this has become one of my favorite bands yes
0: there you go so
1: indie one legend. of my favorite bands with one of my favorite projects also
0: and which which one's that funeral man
1: i've told you this for a long time
0: i know but i thought maybe you would like so
1: honestly okay i like suburbs or funeral for me like i understand why everybody because like i feel like it is the masterpiece album Mm -hmm. but suburbs has always just been that Album for me, like just in meaning, I guess you know I, what I mean. Yeah, like I, just my favorite, I, and then Neon Bible has also been up there too.
0: <laughs> I'm kind of like that with a like, I get how much everybody loves Kid A, and I get it, but I still prefer in rainbows to it, so I guess that's kind of like my equivalent of that. Um, but let me get into who Arcade Fire are. Um, they're one of our favorite bands, uh, they're one of the most acclaimed indie rock bands. of. Really, of, of all time, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. Just going off of acclaim. Uh, they hail from Montreal. Uh, they are led by the married couple of Wynn Butler, and I'm going to butcher this, but we'll try it. Uh, Regine Chassanya. Um,
1: Pretty sure that's right. Yeah,
0: it's close enough, I guess. Regine, she's great. Um, as a really quick aside, uh, they have a shitload of band members <laughs> whenever they play live. Uh, and their live... Show at Bonnaroo 2011 was one of the five best concerts I've ever been to, Um, but back to I guess more description of the band. Uh, Earlier in their career, they played you know guitar, drums, bass, piano, violin, cello, keyboard, accordion, brass, like and a boatload of other instruments. Uh, They're a very unique band in that respect, Um, though their earlier material has been compared to groups such as. Uh, U2 and even like Bruce Springsteen um, which I guess I can see it actually I do see it I see the Bruce Springsteen influence a lot um, but I think mostly they're a pretty distinguished band Um, regarding their discography uh, Funeral in 2004 Neon Bible in 2007 and The Suburbs in 2010 gave them a ton of uh, fandom and a ton of critical acclaim as well
1: a ton of critical
0: acclaim an absolute like boatload these
1: these guys might be like the biggest critic darlings of like their time really like you know what i mean like
0: since radiohead they're probably the most celebrated band i think from album to album um well until now uh (laughs) the first of these uh albums uh funeral it's frequently considered the greatest indie rock album of the century. Uh, while the suburbs gave them a Grammy Award uh, for Album of the Year. Mm-hmm. So you get a little bit of the critical acclaim, you got some of the popularity. Uh, that they, they've really been nailing it. Um, with 2013's Reflector album, they turned to a more electronic, dancey, and often like disco inspired type of sound. Um, but with this new project, <clears throat> excuse me, which is called Everything Now. Uh, they seem to have fully embraced this new direction. Uh, On Wikipedia, this album's genre is considered dance rock. So take that how you want. Um, So we talked about how much fans have loved their albums, how much critics have loved their albums. This is maybe the first one where not so much. Uh, People aren't too pleased with this one. Uh, uh, Pitchfork gave it a 5.6 out of 10. the Metacritic for this album is at 67 out of a hundred, uh, and Rolling Stone gave it a pretty good review, which isn't that great of a sign really. Um, on, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they gave it four stars. It's like the one overwhelmingly yeah. positive review is Rolling Stone. Uh,
1: that's always, it is a bad <laughs> sign though. Like, yeah, <laughs> is. like their album. when of- <laughs> that's the, when that's the only, that's the only like, quote unquote critic that gives you like a positive review that's like that that's how you know you're like Ooh, maybe something was going on here rolling stones
0: album of the year for like 2014 i think whatever year it was uh was the u2 album that downloaded on everybody's phone
1: <laughs> yeah that's right
0: i was like oh that's the best thing um so yeah that's rolling stone uh so yeah most people are pretty mixed on it um uh, on the uh, the Tyler the Creator podcast, which was our last podcast, which you also check out, I began discussion by asking if Flower Boy was uh, Tyler's best album. Uh, in a similar vein, I'll ask you this. Uh, is everything now the worst Arcade Fire album?
1: Bar none. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just... just like god damn it <laughs> <laughs> I just
0: this, I feel like this is gonna go a lot like our uh, gorillas review
1: <laughs> yeah dude this is some bullshit <laughs> this,
0: this has to be I think the biggest disappointment of the year now in a year full of like pretty big disappointments I think this is my number one disappointment
1: yeah this is like this is something that I was ma- thinking maybe like album of the year status just off of like you know previous reputation Mm -hmm. and, you know, just my own personal bias and everything. (sighs) (laughs) This is just it it just it really just is not it's not good. It's not fun. It's just (laughs) like there's some there's some at first I was like, oh maybe some interesting elements here and there but like there is nothing that I leave that that leaves me with anything like you know, worthwhile after after a few listens through on this. No. You know.
0: And that was that was one of my biggest points I was gonna get to was like uh, Arcade Fire, they typically have a ton of depth to their music. They have a lot of detail that's really interesting. Uh, their musicianship is often unquestioned. But this time Yeah,
1: here comes the night time. Yeah, right. Like you wanna, yeah.
0: but this, it's there's nothing um, There's no depth, which means that during repeated listens, there's nothing new to pick up on, and it's just it's. There's no reason to listen to this album more than like three times because there's just nothing here that's uh, that justifies
1: repeated listens. It's like actually like kind of a vapid and hollow album. It's a a very hollow album. It's extremely like surprising. That's the biggest thing. It's so surprising because like. The level of detail that Arcade Fire has usually gone into with these with their albums, in concept, in structure, in lyrics, in everything, is like unprecedented. That's what made them critical darlings and fan darlings, and everything. You know,
0: Mm -hmm. like in their prime, they might have twenty different instruments on one song, and they might have uh, you know a dozen band members playing music all at the same time and it makes this really like orchestral rock type of sound but here this is just like like it's not good it's that's that's a good way to phrase it it's this uh overly electric um attempt at dance rock
1: um it's like an attempt at trying to like push sound forward while also just kind of like, you know, just staying stagnant in, you know, just like it, 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 it kind of reminds me of the of like the instrumentation on planetarium where yeah. they had a like it feels like they had a clear concept and then they just kind of got lost in it. Like they were like, oh, this is going to kind of push things a little bit. And 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 this is like stuff that nobody's really doing or whatever. And, and then they just kind of like got hung up in that idea and nothing really got done
0: yeah you and, know and it seems like this couldn't have taken that long to make from an instrumental standpoint
1: um i wouldn't imagine i mean like geez but it's still <laughs> what it's been like four years since uh, reflector right
0: right yeah reflector yeah. was a uh, 2013 right um <laughs> so like what (laughs) happened and I don't and that's the thing I liked Reflector and they had a bunch of similar ideas maybe not as fully embracing of these like electric electronic ideas but they clearly can do this sound well and just judging off of some of the uh, musicians that came on to help with the production on this album they have members of Daft Punk and Portishead like, oh my can,
1: God! I didn't know that. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like they contributed to this album. And I just, how is this such a mess? I don't get it.
1: Well, Daft Punk also contributed to the Weekends album too, so <laughs> that's, <a> fair, <laughs> that's that's a fair point. I, Not necessarily like a <laughs> saving grace there. So yeah,
0: this this is the worst uh, Arcade Fire album, um.
1: like by far. Like by far, yeah. Like, the, like every other album, like I could see an argument for why people would think it's their best album. But for this one, you would real. I don't know what. No, like if you're coming at me with that, oh no, no, no it's the best. I'm like, well, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just it's it's shallow in every way. It's shallow in its production, which is not very layered, which is atypical for them. Uh, it's mm-hmm. shallow in the lyricism, which is basically just if it has a message it's the the overly obvious anti-capitalism yeah um, and just simple simple uh, rhymes which i you know rhyming isn't like an indie rock thing but it, it feels like they didn't try too hard to make inventive lyrics um the melodies for the most part aren't that memorable either um i think they've gotten worse with every single album which is weird to say but that's how i would rank my arcade fire albums is funeral then neon bible then the suburbs then reflector and then like uh the gorillas album after that and then like drake views and then this new arcade fire album <laughs> <laughs> actually i take that back and then yadi after that and then oh yeah yadi after this for sure i totally forgot we even did that podcast yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I take that back. I do actually prefer views to this album
1: or uh, this album to views. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you actually prefer views to this. I <laughs> Keep on slipping like that. <laughs> um,
0: and, and the thing is, just like the Gorillaz album, uh, Humans, that we discussed on a separate podcast. Mm-hmm. This was I saw the ratings going in, but I hadn't heard any of the singles yet. Because I knew I was going to listen to this album because it's Arcade Fire and I didn't want to spoil anything for myself. The first like three tracks, I kind of dug them.
1: I'm like, okay, you know what? Everything now, like whenever it came out, like I, that was the only one I listened to and I was like, I was like, you know, oh, well, it's a single, but like this is a pretty good single.
0: It's very I fun. I like this.
1: I think I, yeah, and it's fun and I was like, and the instrumentation is pretty good on that. It's very, I uh, mean, it, it's Abba. simple, but it's, yeah 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 it's very dance hall um yeah yeah very yeah very very dance hall instrument heavy pop kind of thing
0: very uh schmaltzy very campy just but i think they're on that track at least they're aware of how schmaltzy and campy it is so it's it's still kind of fun it's a little bit self-aware um, yeah and
1: then i appreciated the the concept behind it of you know the the whole like the whole capitalistic, like everything now, like whatever, you know, like at least for that moment, I was like, okay, well, you know, going into this album, this could be very political and maybe polarizing, but you know, I trust arcade fires our creative direction and, you know.
0: Yeah. My, my only, or my biggest complaint with the title track uh, was just like, it was a five minute track. I think they could have taken off a minute and it'd be one of my favorite songs on here. Um, Mm -hmm. And then going into the next track, signs of life, you know, I again. It's Oof. another song that I thought was pretty fun.
1: Um, oh, I don't like it. You don't, I don't. You don't like that track. No, I don't because it's just <laughs> what like the the freaking like the way that the way that wind sings this this whole cool kids stuck, stuck in, in the past. Pit. Yeah, what is this? it's the most like cheesy I like love i it. don't know how you i don't know I, I i don't know how you sell that one i love it's it it's all about smoking cigarettes and be like cool kid cool kid and then like <laughs> like the worst part about that track is like the verse three monday thursday, thursday, thursday friday saturday sometimes sunday i can't defend that i can <laughs>
0: Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It, it, he,
1: wasted, he wasted two whole lines in a verse just listing off like the days of the week. Remember when For I said no they, day didn't, they didn't they didn't try no on the
0: lyricism? Like <laughs> oh, that's yeah, right, exhibit yeah. A just like, hey, what are the days of the week? Let me just write. Yeah,
1: well and then add the line after that is love is hard, sex is easy. So <laughs> like what <laughs>
0: like <laughs> That might as well be like uh, Lana Del Rey's like Twitter bio. I don't know. But uh
1: yeah no it, it I oh, thought There's I, the dog. <laughs>
0: he's clearly very pissed off at this album as well. Um
1: yeah, he's uh, she, <laughs> Yeah, she she heard me talking about about uh, signs of life. No,
0: do not
1: <laughs> talk about that.
0: I I kind of thought it, I thought it was another one of those songs where it was overly intentionally overly um campy
1: and I thought,
0: you know, kind of like a Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, yeah I mean yeah I, I get that but like I just I don't I don't I don't know I don't <laughs> I don't like it I just don't like it you know but my, even if the concept was there even if it was part of the oh that's the point you know like I just right. don't like it I don't think it was done very well I just I think they could have done a much better job of it uh, Creature Comfort I don't mind though
0: Creature Comfort I was yeah that was that's the next track Um, that's one of my favorite songs on here
1: um, yeah, that's one. That's one of my favorite songs on here too. I think that was one of the three originally that got a released, right?
0: Yeah, it's de- definitely the best single. Um, the best yeah. or the singles are in order. Everything now. Creature Comfort, Signs of Life, Electric Blue. Uh, but Creature Comfort is a fun song that like, it's not campy. Um, it has some sort of layer to the instrumentation. Uh, it's not just, you know. A very obvious dance rock instrumental. You know, there's there's some sort of uh, elegance, I guess, to the instrumental, for lack of a better word. Yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah, there's. Oh, and what I love about this there's track. like. Yeah. Is uh real quick. Um, I love Regine's vocals on here. She just brings like this yeah. level of passion and energy that she brings on. A, a, a lot of the band's best songs honestly uh feature her yeah. vocals um, yeah
1: they uh the this one feels more like an arcade fire at their like like arcade fire at their most conceptual like that's yeah this is that's this is this is more of what that feels like you yes. know this this one feels like they had a they had a real idea they had a real message I I really like the chorus or the pre-chorus. I think is the pre-chorus to it is the is the make me famous. If you can't just make it painless. Oh yeah, um, I I think it's a it's a it's a I think it's a really good, pretty meaningful hook.
0: Yeah, and I think the the song just in general is about I think um you know people who hate themselves for various reasons you know whether it's their appearance or whether they're uh, desperate for attention or fame. Uh, And they have a couple lyrics about self-harm and suicide, and, you know, I thought, you know, maybe someone hears the song and it, like, helps them realize there's, you know, more to life than just how people perceive you. I don't know. I hope that's what people come away from this song thinking.
1: Yeah, I think they did a pretty good job of, of getting that message across.
0: I, I, I do that. have to say, though, uh, it is one of my favorite songs. I got to give it negative points for uh, what I think is maybe the most Arcade Fire lyric ever. They, they say the white lie of American prospect, which is just a little bit too yeah. edgy for me <laughs> <laughs> like it fits in with their whole anti-capitalism thing but it's just very on the nose for arcade fire to have a lyric like yeah oh, american prospect what a lie right like yes
1: yeah, right i mean yeah.
0: yes uh, of course but you know still a little uh, a little on the nose for them
1: um, yeah and the yeah and the white lie of yeah right
0: <laughs> after that though this shit just takes a fucking nose dive <laughs> this <laughs> this in my opinion yeah. the, the middle oh yeah yeah like
1: i mean i mean dude like
0: <laughs> the, the whole middle third of this album or like the middle half really is just hot garbage <laughs> it's just
1: well it doesn't get much better towards the end either like the end end is like right. a slight breather because it's just <laughs> like it's not trying as hard to like do anything but the whole like 85 percent of this album Mm -hmm. all the way from from the from behind creature comfort to the end Mm -hmm. is just pure just self-absorbed like (laughs) creative just bullshit yeah
0: it's like uh like the two tracks in the middle where it's uh infinite content like,
1: oh, God, you got to be kidding me with that one, man. The, the, I was so <laughs> mad. Like <laughs>
0: This is one of the most self-indulgent things I've seen in music since uh, Boney Vare's song titles. Um, but the, there's two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah <right. laughs> there, well, here's some more song titles that are just self-indulgent. There's two tracks here, Infinite Content. Th- they have the same name, except one of them has an underscore and the other one doesn't. They're the same lyrics for each track, except the instrumentation on the first one is like a, a pulsating, upbeat rock song, whereas the second one is crazy, kind of like,
1: like a, ad, supposed to be like advertising, like frenetic, like, oh, yeah. you know.
0: Right, right. It's very, uh, very safe, but it's kind of like if Foo Fighters covered Arcade Fire. <laughs> but
1: Yeah, right, yeah.
0: <laughs> then this, the second one, uh, Infinite Underscore Content. Um mm-hmm. Is kind of like a folksy country ballad, sort of like a, a slow burner at the uh, Grand Ole Opry or something like that. But it's the same lyrics, which each song barely has any lyrics anyway. It's just infinite content. We're infinitely content. Which, like, okay. Ooh. D- yeah, pre- pretty, pretty nifty wordplay there. Um, Hang on a second. <laughs> whoa, man, that's pretty deep. But yeah, it's yeah. A, it's a more. Just shallow. those two
1: songs. <laughs> those two songs are basically are just like songs created on our. I'm 14 and this is deep. <laughs> like it's just
0: more shallow consumerism. Like we're happy yeah. because we have access to uh, all of this content, and it's like uh, taking away from who we are. Which you know maybe it is, but it's not a, a very original point. Like
1: yeah, like okay, and and. <laughs> And like people, like I haven't seen as much outrage on this as I saw on, like Father John record, and I, I think just, that's yeah. I think that's just I think that that's absolutely insane.
0: I, I, because, I was gonna yeah I was gonna compare them too, but
1: yeah, go ahead. Because like that these two, the infinite content section of this is like, I mean this is this is it at its worst, right? on <laughs> uh, The album. I think that this is it at its worst and it's also just like it's also like an example of what like pseudo intellectual preachiness is mm-hmm. like that's what this is mm-hmm. and people like give father john misty's record like they they give the same stuff to him you know when he's like pouring his heart out and you know and and being being creative and being kind of like self aware and not trying to go after things that are just talking about you know stuff that all everybody already knows mm-hmm. And he gets backlash for it. But these guys don't really get... They just get kind of like, oh, nah, it wasn't that great. Yeah, they- Instead of just recognizing that, like, this is just, like... Like, this is just bullshit. Like, why why did they do that? Yeah. That's not... That's. <laughs> It's uh, I that's think- not what that's not what people need. That's that. <laughs> this is it. just. This doesn't help anything. I love it. I love it. Uh, <laughs> this doesn't. I. I was so upset with this. Well, and um, the
0: difference is, and it's not a very scientific or objective difference, but I just think Father John Misty is genuine, and I think he's he's owned this self-aware, sarcastic character for mm-hmm. the last few years, like I think people get that it's like, a, it's supposed to be a sarcastic portrayal. Whereas yeah, like, I think arcade like, fire yeah. that they, they seem ingenuine or like, kind of like cashing in on this, like, Hey, it's kind of cool to be self-aware right now. Um, but it, I think they basically just took the message from total entertainment forever and put it in like 140 characters, and then made two songs out of it. And yeah, right. It's just so yeah. much bullshit.
1: Yeah, it's, it's every like yeah. all the all the ideas on here were like they're fine. Like these are sure. ideas that people need to explore, yes. and like and subject matter that needs to be talked about right now. Yes. But like, yeah, you're right. Like it got it got shelled out in like a tweet form. Right. And. And, and, and not a good beat form either just like uh, just like just something that anybody could have said right and it, it's and like the, the, and they and they thought it was so important <laughs> that they stretched it across an entire album they made a whole like stupid concept behind it mm-hmm. you know like I, it, it, I just like and, yeah. and, and and I don't know and and I think uh, like part of the reason why it kind of made me so upset was because of just how high very high my expectations mm-hmm. were this definitely is the biggest disappointment because they Fantasity. haven't proven to me that they can make a bad bad album like yet right you know gorillas they've shown me that they can come out with some pretty shitty music
0: right right right, right. you know
1: album album to album I, I, i've always been like oh yeah that's pretty good yeah or it's really good like demon days plastic beach but they've shown that they can put out some pretty bad stuff with their other things but Arcade Fire had a pretty damn near perfect track record. Mm-hmm. And they come out and they and they decide to just cash in on this just asinine, <laughs> like half thought out crap.
0: It's like a uh, and I can agree with the messages on an album, but also like punish the album for having a bumper sticker philosophy
1: right yeah yeah exactly that's yeah that's a very good point
0: yeah uh and usually to your point i can typically pencil in arcade fire on my year-end top 50 list before i even hear the album like you just tell me oh arcade fire's releasing an album this year they're gonna be on the top 50 for the year not this time. not not this time every other year they've released an album yeah sure and they're usually top 10 but this year no uh so let's, let's, Not even <laughs> close. It's you know there are songs I like on here, but I, I'm having so much fun talking about these songs that are just hot garbage that I want to continue <laughs> <Yeah>. doing.
1: <laughs> well, the thing is, like the songs that are good on here, like to just fall completely by the wayside, right. because like I'm, like there's so much other stuff on here that's just like pure, like you know, just such pure garbage.
0: <laughs> if if I'm being completely honest, and I tend to be on this podcast, there is one song on here that. I absolutely adore, and it's on repeat like all the time. I, I play it so much, constantly. So I just want to talk about that song, and then we can go back to trashing the rest of it. But
1: was it actually infinite content? <laughs> uh,
0: the 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 first one,
1: yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh,
0: uh, no, it's uh, put your money on me. I I yeah, okay. I, I love that song. Um, it's it's the one song that has like some sort of, maybe not the one song, but it's the the prime example of a song that actually has some sort of subtlety to it. Um, it's like a six-minute song. It has this slow build, like, throughout. Mm-hmm. There's no real, like, drop or climax or anything, but there there is a gradual build to it. Um, and <laughs> by this album's standards, it has some instrumental depth to it. But even then, it's like... Compare this to the the most shallow song on Funeral, and it's you know, um, but yeah, but yeah, it, it's this is the one hook that I thought was uh, a total earworm and not just some sort of attempt at being this self aware schmaltz. Um, mm-hmm. And I really liked the lyric uh, when Silicon Valley's melted back into Silicon, yep. uh, we'll find a way to survive, which is like. You know even if the internet goes away and technology goes away which you know it won't but if it does you know we can find a way to survive even without it um and that's i think a good example of arcade fire doing this anti-capitalism thing in a good way um yeah but yeah definitely my favorite song on here uh it's just very catchy i find myself singing it you know in the shower or whatever Um, But now that we're done, or I'm done ranting about my one, like, favorite song on here, I want to talk about chemistry. (laughs) Yeah, Uh,
1: (laughs) yeah, let's talk about it.
0: (laughs) People are calling this the worst Arcade Fire song ever. Do you agree?
1: I think Impact Content's worse really okay I think I think I think I think infinite content is worse just because of like I uh, it just pisses me off mostly <laughs> that they but they stretched it into two like forms and they thought like and they 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 had this idea of just like yeah we're gonna do this like yeah we're basically just like referencing. Capitalism and advertising satirically in the first one and then afterwards we're gonna talk about how like people feel after they get all the stuff. You know, it's not really that good of a feeling, man. <laughs> like that's that's what I don't like. So but anyway but chemistry, I definitely like, yeah, this is a terrible <laughs> song. It's not good.
0: It's it's not my least favorite on here, but man, it's just the lyrics on here, they just didn't even fucking try. I mean, if we're just being honest, my no, yeah, yeah. there's one. My heart's a city you're out to destroy. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, <laughs> like what? What the hell is that? <laughs> the song's about trying to convince a woman that they have chemistry, uh, but she's not really into them. And I mm-hmm. suppose like singing this song to her is supposed to impress her. Um, but if she's into like really lazy songwriting and you know, stuff like that, you know, maybe this song will work out, but um, it's just, it's derivative. And derivative is not, yeah, it's not a word I tend to associate with Arcade Fire, but I do this time. Yeah,
1: that's the thing, and like, I don't know, I I, I feel like people maybe are going to be taking this as like, well, it's supposed to be kind of satirical of modern, like, you know, pop music and blah blah blah. Yeah, fuck that. I, I it, this is half thought out like version of that. Like it's not like it's not like they were like satirizing that and then they came out with some stuff that was like like there's no clear indication on what they actually were doing here. To me, it just sounds like some like half thought out crap that they just decided <laughs> to put in here you yeah, know yeah actually that's that they just and they just and they just kind of cashed in for a second you know that's that's a, basically what it sounds like to me
0: that's that's a really good point and now i kind of i'm rethinking the way i viewed this album because of that and now i think it's just that they they made this music kind of realized it was bad so after the fact they did this self-aware satire like they kind of made fun of their own album like sarcastically yeah. but even i
1: mean if you really want that's like yeah that's like that's like the shittiest thing in the world <laughs> like that's not that's like just don't put the album out are you kidding me like what reason do you have to put out this album they you know co- yeah. for that for, for that like it's not make just make good music make make <laughs> make inspired music don't just be like oh well not very good so ha ha, ha, ha. yeah
0: <laughs> right. it's like it's like an inside joke that we're not in on and so we're we're the sucker you know we're the guys that don't get the joke because all we yeah, did was this ass- right yeah. yeah we assumed it was going to be a good album and like it wasn't so har har yeah
1: well that's that's the genius behind it man it's
0: not supposed to <laughs> be good you're not supposed to like it (laughs) if if they wanted to do that satire route like they could have just done a couple one-off tracks like again like father john misty he did that track where he's like satirizing how ryan adams covered the taylor swift Uh album by doing a cover of his cover or something he didn't make a whole album out of that he just (laughs) kind of baby it was so funny but if he made a whole album of it and it sucked. I wouldn't give them a pass because it was like intended to be a joke. This is, I think, intended to be a joke, but it's like a joke in a totally different sense. Um, well,
1: it's sold off in this, like, in, 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 in still how, like, Arcade Fire is, you know, like, it's sold off in that, in that atmosphere of, like, still, like, very self serious, mm-hmm. very artsy. They're a very high art kind of band. Um, and but they, but yeah, it comes it, it just it, it comes off in that way. So there's no real satirical evidence behind this. It's just basically like you can think that if you want to, you it's, know, and maybe maybe that'll make it more listenable for you. but you know, I I don't see any I don't I really don't see any clear concept behind this at all. I
0: think they uh, somehow managed to sell out while at the same time, like, pick an accessible sound that people aren't going to like that much.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right, yeah. Like, usually if it's... So just the worst case scenario. (laughs) Yeah, just like,
0: (laughs) just going a more accessible route with, like, catchier songs usually is a good formula, but people aren't listening to stuff like this. Yeah, it might be more accessible (laughs) than Neon Bible or whatever. And, you know, a couple of songs are catchy, but No one cares about, you know, ABBA-inspired stuff right now. So I don't know what the point of it was. I don't think they're going to gain a ton of fans off of it. If anything, I think people are going to, a vast majority, or maybe not a vast majority of their fans, but a lot of their fans are going to, you know, lose the hype for maybe a next Arcade Fire album solely because this one was just... uh, Yeah. Oh, I, I wanted to talk about this the album promotion and like the rollout of the album. Do you know anything about this?
1: I'm kind of, but I mean, okay, what do you, are you talking about? Like the, the, uh, like the, the brand, the fake brand that they set up and everything. Yeah. All of that stuff,
0: all of that stuff. Yeah. So I'll just quickly recap some of the stuff they did and then we can kind of talk about it. Um, they first off, they debuted like six brand new songs in the secret show. Pretty cool. Then they had a, a Twitter account that appeared to be like a spam Twitter account or like a bot, uh, mm-hmm. and that bot was like posting clues about the album, even though it wasn't really a bot. That was kind of cool. Uh, they tweeted anagrams of song titles, which is like, okay, who who gives a shit? Um, mm-hmm. And then they did the whole fake thing. They did the fake websites with the fake articles, and maybe the most popular one is the spoof of. A Stereo Gum review. Um, the Stereo Gum is a website they do, pre. they call it premature evaluations, where they review an album before it's like released to the public because they get to hear it first. Uh, so Arcade Fire did a spoof. They called it a premature, premature evaluation, and they reviewed their own album in a really sarcastic way where it was like, oh, at this point of the view, I think I would compare them to Bruce Springsteen, and then I would... Uh, note that you know maybe they went in a bad musical direction like they were just kind of spoofing the way a, a a reviewer might review their album Um, and I just don't get it like I guess it's kind of funny but again you're charging people $11 to buy this album <laughs> like you could have done
1: your joke and then put out like a real album I don't know yeah right And and the thing is too like it's been like a few years. Yeah. Like it's been, it's been four years since they since they released anything, and they've always kind of been beyond that. You know that that area of of like they they've always been kind of like on their own fringe, where they've just made very artsy, very accessible um, music. And they let that kind of speak for themselves. And now, like with this one, it's like they just basically had to like throw this whole like it feels like they let everything kind of get to them, mm-hmm. and they were just and they were just being like assholes about it all. And they and then they, and then they like screwed their fans over because of it. You know, like they they because they came out with this album that has supposedly has this theme to it of just basically satirical you know whatever it's i guess it's supposed to be like this and you know people are like well you can't just like go on the internet for everything you gotta inform your own opinions blah 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 but they came out with this thing with just such a just like out of just a really bad place it feels like you know what i mean yeah like i feel like they're um like that's that's a message that everybody on everybody knows everybody's heard but like they said it in just the same bullshit way that everybody always says it, you know. I think it's in just a really like derivative and like half-assed way.
0: Yeah, I think that uh, they're they're not a fan of, um, you know, I don't think they take criticism well, or you know, it, it, they appear to not take criticism well. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> it, it, yeah. If we're if we're going off this, uh, you know, satirical album review, to me that's the equivalent of of, of like you calling me like stupid or something. And then every time I talk to you, I like exaggerated like a stu- like I just acted really stupid around you like, oh, I'm so stupid. Yeah, I, yeah, right. yeah. yeah, and I was just like not <laughs> clearly mad about being called stupid, but not self-deprecating enough to make it funny.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, way too, like, self-deprecating or, like, just, like, not in, like, a creative way at all. Just, like, not in a funny way, not in a, you right.
0: know, not, not just being, way,
1: like, yeah. yeah.
0: Just being, like, oh, I guess I'm dumb, duh. <laughs> yeah, doy. <yeah. laughs> <laughs> See, that would have been funny, but if I, you know, but they, they, <laughs> I read the review, and it, it, it did have funny moments, but it, it kind of came off as, like, Okay, yeah, you're clearly mad that people aren't liking your new album and your new singles, because the the, the article they responded to in the first place was a stereo gum article that was uh, the title of it is "Remember When Arcade Fire Were Good," which oh <laughs> a pretty damn. direct headline
1: there. I mean, yeah, I mean Jesus Christ, um, pretty pretty on the nose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh,
0: not not a lot of subtlety there. Um, I will say though, uh, I kind of want to talk about the worst track on here in my opinion uh real quick
1: okay not chemistry not everything or not infinite
0: no nope. content not infinite content not chemistry chemistry i like i think it's getting <laughs> it, it sucks but i simultaneously think it's getting too much hate like that's the popular pick for the worst arcade fire song ever i don't think it's that bad however it's it's not good but yeah right right it's it's at least listenable whereas Electric blue is. It's so. Okay, the difference is yes, chemistry sucks. Infinite content is way too. Uh. Uh. Grasping at a word here. Uh. Like pretentious or. You know, something it's like that. It's just.
1: It, it's trying to be edgy and it just right. comes off as like. Just like cringy. It's just cringy.
0: Exactly. So that's cringy. Um but at least the music and the vocals are like (laughs) listenable and they don't hurt my ears. Normally (laughs) I'm, I'm normally, as I mentioned earlier, I'm normally a very big fan of Regine's vocals. Most of my favorite arcade fire songs feature her vocals, um, such as, you know, antichrist television, blues, empty room in the backseat. She's, I I love her. She's great. Half light. Yes. Yeah. Half light Two. That's a good one. Um, Mountains
1: over mountains.
0: Oh yeah, duh. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. sprawl two. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, no,
1: sorry. That's ha- that's, yes, yes. Ha- yeah, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, sorry. Sprawl,
0: sprawl two is one of the five best Arcade Fire songs there is. You know, she's great. I love her. However, <laughs> it's so high pitched on this, uh, on this particular song, Electric Blue, that like maybe it's my ears, but it's just the the frequency. The pitch, no I agree with that it's just it pierces my ears in this weird way and it's really tough to even get through it it's shrill that's it yeah it's very shrill it's like it's not white noise because it's vocals but it might as well be uh, again normally love her vocals but I couldn't even pay attention to the instrumental on it because it was just oh my god the whole time um, but yeah that that's why that's the worst song everything else is cringy or campy or like self-aware but not totally not self-aware. At least
1: at least listenable.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I can yeah. at least get through it and I like shrug or whatever like, mm. this is just like I have to skip to the next song. It's... It, <laughs> and I guess maybe it's a good song but I can't listen to it so I don't know. Um,
1: I don't <laughs> think it's a good song. It's
0: not a good song.
1: I, I I don't think it's a good song. Yeah, I just don't. Right. There's nothing. There's nothing here either. Again, like there's nothing really here. No, and it's just, uh, it's it's the same stuff. Yeah, I, And it's the same stuff of, of of the of this album too, where they just talk about how they don't know shit. Mm-hmm. They say that so many times on this album, and and where they're like you know where that's like that is like feels like that's the extent of like their self-awareness they're like oh i don't know shit and it's like (laughs) it's like well duh right like (laughs) i think that's a pretty clear realization that most people have when they get old you know like so it, it doesn't and that's like uh that's that that's the thing like i just yeah I that that it's it's the it's the same same thing with that. It's just so surface level of of like it's just, it's so surface level like self-reflective. You know what I mean? Right, right.
0: And at this point with all the disappointments this year, like why should I get excited about an LCD sound system record? Like it, it, there's a good chance it's going to disappoint me like everything else has this year. So
1: yeah. So, they um, just yeah. released the uh, statement, apparently, too, like, that they, uh, like, I think that James Murphy kind of said that, like, they broke up basically for ticket sales. <laughs> it's, it's like,
0: great. <laughs> it's exactly what you so want So it's
1: to like, oh,
0: no. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll, we'll probably get into that because we'll probably do that review. But my point, I guess, overall is Arcade Fire's new album is, like, so bad that it's, like, kind of beginning to ruin albums that haven't even come out yet because (laughs) now i have to like safeguard my hype (laughs) and it's just
1: (laughs) well this one this one really hurt this one really did Uh hurt because it was like because you know there there's been like slight disappointments here and there yeah uh like this year with especially with bands that like we both have like loved for a while now Mm -hmm. you know I, yeah, I like would consider just,
0: Dirty Projectors and the XX a slight disappointment.
1: Yeah, just a, just slight disappointments here and there. Gorillas was a pretty big disappointment, but again, it wasn't like massive because I was like, you know, going into it, I knew it could pretty much go either way.
0: Right, and I like Arcade Fire a lot more than I like the Gorillas in general,
1: honestly. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. But this one hurt. This, yeah, because this. because like yeah normally it's like when arcade fire comes out with an album it's a, it's it's a big deal yeah. like it's like it's something that's like gonna last for a while it's best and, new music
0: you know all of that. yeah
1: oh yeah right and it's and uh, yeah and, and this one and it usually makes a splash too in some way like it makes like a really kind of profound splash big or little in some way
0: oh yeah now it's just a meme like, this album yeah. is
1: a meme now. Yeah, oh yeah, For, <laughs> like, like 100%. And and that sucks, because they just kind of derived into that after. And, and such a steep fall off from where they left off on, you yeah. know, whether you liked Reflector or not. I think, like, even if you didn't like Reflector, you would agree that this one is, even so, right. a steep drop off.
0: And Reflector you know? at least has a lot of, like, depth to it. And they you can tell they at least tried with the songwriting and all of the different uh sounds going on but this one man it's it's if they tried really hard and it still sucked i would at least like appreciate them for going in a new direction this time i don't even think they even gave that much of a shit i think they tried harder with the album promotion than they did like the songwriting.
1: yeah I have a hard time believing that they really tried with this one. Right. Because, like, because I've seen what they do when they really, like, care about what they're creating, you right. know? Exactly. I, I have a tough time believing that they really kind of cared about this.
0: And, yeah, um, that's about all I had. Because <laughs> they didn't give me a whole lot to talk about on this record. So, is there anything else you want to uh, talk about before we go to final thoughts?
1: Uh, not really. I mean, like, I don't know. I right. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Their whole their whole the whole marketplace too. Like do you see that like fidget spinner that they were selling with the yeah. USB and everything? Like eighty dollars. Like what the fuck? It's... Well and it's like and I get the whole again, I get it. You yeah. know? I get what it's it what it is. Yeah. But it's also like it's not really hard to understand what they're doing. Right. Like it feels like they're just like it, it feels like they they're that they still are so kind of serious that they like when they try to be like sadder or like satirical and like make these kind of like references to pop culture and like how you know kind of vapid it is it comes off in just such a shitty way right it comes off in just such in like like because there's like of course I get what they're doing. Sure. And then they're charging $80. They're actually charging $80 right. for this thing. It's one thing. So to, it's, yeah. So it's like, well, what are you doing? Like, right. It's, it's you one are, thing to, to be like,
0: uh, whoa, capitalism's crazy. Right. I mean, people would buy fidget spinners for like $80. Right. Whoa. Crazy. And then it's like, yeah, but by the way, uh, if you do want to buy
1: one, uh, just, you know, so it's just, uh, yeah, it's exactly uh, yeah. like, it's just, I, I, don't, I don't know. It, yeah. it feels, it feels really. It just, the whole thing just does not give me a good feeling. Right. Overall, the whole publicity behind it, the album as a whole, I'm just not left with a very good feeling.
0: And I don't mean to make this a Father John Misty circle jerk, but the, the comparing Father John Misty to like Arcade Fire is like a, a naturally funny comedian compared to like a comedian who you know is trying really hard to be funny and like kind of gets what people might think might be funny and just goes that route instead of just like being themselves and
1: yeah basically yeah. just references things that people think that he that that he or she thinks is funny like or, or <laughs> he or she thinks that like um, is is funny in pop culture right but saying it yeah but like saying it and like oh yeah you guys like that don't you like that kind of
0: <laughs> that's exactly it
1: like, not really creative enough to come up with their own content. But, like, when they just reference, like, stuff that they know people will laugh at, they'll be like, you guys are all sheep. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, okay, well, you know... You guys are all sheep. <laughs> that's what it feels like. It's just... It's just... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I that yeah, really wa- you like that album, don't you?
0: <laughs> if they really wanted to be satirical, they would, like... You know, make fun of how bad this particular attempt at satire was on their next album. That's what they should do.
1: Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <If> they,
0: yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. Final thoughts. Um. Who wants to go first?
1: I can go first. Oh. Okay. Oh, I'll, I'll go first. Okay. Because uh, yeah, I'll will just I'll just I'll just go ahead and go. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. So I yeah like i like i said this is this is this is a pretty this is it this is a just this is the disappointment of the year i don't see myself being disappointed further by any other project that comes out this year i mean maybe if lcd sound system comes out uh and it just like turns out to be the hottest garbage i've ever heard <laughs> then that might do it for me <laughs> Or if like Radiohead drops something and it's like you know something like that, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, but this is this is it right now, and it's it sucks that that has to be the way it is. I'm really <laughs> upset. I'm am re- really upset at pretty much pretty much everything about this album. There are some good aspects on this album, like we were talking about some of the songs that are like pretty good, pretty listenable. But those songs are reflected back in this in this uh idea that arcade fire has already done like countless times throughout their discography you know and there's nothing really new about the songs that are good on this record you know like creature comfort like everything now there's nothing like very significantly new like there usually is from arcade fire album to arcade fire album with those good tracks so they're good, but they're not like that good. Mm. They're not like Afterlife from Reflector. They're not like, you know, Wake Up. They're wow. not like ready to start from the suburbs, you know, or, or 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 my body is a cage from Neon Bible. It's not like that. They're just pretty good. <laughs> and you know, I I hope I hope that this was just a one-off thing of expression, kind of a backlash against critics and fanboys. <laughs> and they actually have something real in the works. I really hope so because I don't know you know like I, I, one, I think that it'd be a pretty bad move for them to wait for four more years before releasing another project beyond this one. Mm-hmm. like just from a st- simple like you know PR standpoint. <laughs> And and two like, just from. I I don't know just just from like a fan standpoint like it just would really suck to be left with this feeling, out like for for four or five more years, you know after this because this just feels like it came from such a like angry place
0: mm-hmm.
1: but not an angsty place not a, not an angsty place like Arcade Fire usually come from just a really bitter angry place at their fans that like them too much for no good reasons other than the fact that they like them. For the critics that like have bashed them or praised them or whatever. This just feels like it came from such a bitter place and it was just like acting out to get attention. And I don't like that. I don't like that with people. I especially (laughs) don't like that with one of my favorite bands (laughs) that means a lot to me. Um... So, yeah, I'm I'm giving this album a three out of ten because I I'm just really upset about how about how this is. And and I and I don't think that there's enough good qualities on this to redeem it past a bad standpoint. So three out of ten for me.
0: I think I think I prefer views to this. I think I finally decided (laughs) that. Oh, wait, I just want to. I'm looking through some of these, like, reviews on wiki. They kind of have, like, excerpts from reviews. And uh, Jeremy Larson of Pitchfork, his review, he said, conceptually, the songs don't transcend their social critique. They succumb to it. Which is a good point and a point that we just talked about. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Rolling Stone praised this album for its lyrical content.
1: Oh my God!
0: <laughs> I'm just like, really? That's what you got out of this?
1: They they could have gone. They could have gone like that's literally definitely. I think would th- th- be agreed as the worst part of this record. And <laughs>
0: so so yeah. Uh, oh my my my, f- my final
1: thoughts. Um, I hate. Can I just say this? Yeah. I hate Rolling Stone. Yeah, Rolling Stone sucks. I there's there's like two critic sites that I really just do not like a lot. Rolling Stone and consequence of sound so yeah uh, I just I, they just they just come out with this stuff that I, I don't know who writes it I don't know how they decide on this stuff but it just doesn't make any sense to me <laughs> ever
0: Rolling Stone <laughs> I think I still get in the mail at my parents' house because we just haven't canceled the subscription but I never read it anymore uh, and then, yeah
1: my my dad still gets his and every time he gets them he like he, he like lets out a sigh he's like. <sighs> <Right.
0: laughs> Uh, and you know it's probably different writers, but Consequences Sound gave both this and Flower Boy a C plus. So I don't know. Um, and it's amazing that I'm like, oh, the Tyler album was obviously better than Arcade Fire. Like that's a weird timeline I'm living in right now. But we're living in it. Um, so
1: apparently, as it
0: turns out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so my final thoughts. Um, you know I. I had never even seen a shooting star before. Um. <laughs> okay, but but, but seriously, uh, this album, I think, has the depth of uh, a puddle. So m- my final thoughts are going to have the same amount. This has,
1: of- this has the depth of puddle of mud. Of puddle of <laughs>
0: This album has the depth of puddle of mud. Um, so yeah, my final thoughts are going to have the same amount of depth. Uh, this is their worst project I think they tried too hard promoting it and not hard enough on the things that actually mattered Uh, it begins well and it ends I think kind of well the middle is an utter catastrophe Uh, I don't feel rewarded during repeated listens Um, however you know some of these songs are actually kind of fun I think I like some of these songs more than you do Um, especially Signs of Life I think that's our biggest disagreement Uh, I can't deny just how fun some of these songs are put your money on me i think is freaking amazing i don't care i i fucking love that song um however i doubt i'll come back to this album much if again uh and i'm not gonna save this entire 13 song project on my offline spotify uh just to have put your money on me on my phone um so yeah uh this is kind of kind of horseshit. It, it, this is horseshit. Um, <coughs> infinite horseshit. And real quick, just before before I reveal my score, uh, so I ripped on them for having two tracks called "Infinite Content" with and one with the underscore. There are three songs called everything now one of them is uh-huh. everything now one of them is everything now continued and the other is everything <laughs> now continued with an underscore and the point is that it's supposed to be this infinite loop a la king gizzard and the lizard wizard not a gone infinity but the thing is a lot
1: a lot like so many that too like bands right. too, like right <laughs> this right. is not a new thing
0: yeah this is them trying to do an infinite loop and the the thing is who the fuck would listen to this record twice in a row? Uh, <laughs> like getting through forty seven minutes and it's like, man, I just I can't wait till it gets back to uh, chemistry <laughs> again. like, no, yeah, this is bullshit. Right, yeah. My score is also a three out of ten. Uh, oh, nice. I think I prefer views to this. And the thing is before I even listened to this album, I saw all the fan reaction. I try to stay away from critic reaction, but it's it's almost impossible to. Uh, stay away from fan reaction just because of Twitter and everything and they bashed the ever living shit out of this album and so I went into it I'm like okay it's probably not going to be that bad and the first listen I'm like you know what fuck the fans this is at least okay Uh, but then this is a rare album that gets worse with every listen just because again there's no depth to it so now that I've listened to it like five times in full and you know several songs more than that it's just I have to agree with everybody who's just circle jerking about how bad this album is. This album yeah. is a bad album. It is yeah, a bad I, album.
1: Yeah, the, the the whole the whole circle jerk on, on the on the badness of this and, and the yeah, the I know that it's like a popular opinion to to make this a terrible album. Right. But it is. Yeah, like, it's, it's just, just yeah. it it really is. It's just like that. And it's it's bad. For in many different ways for many different people. You know what I mean?
0: Right. And uh I think the last indie album that had this sort of like hyped expectation and fans just bashing it was Animal Collective Painting with. And we both love that album. So we're not like Yeah. We I, I wanted to like this album. I wanted to be the guy who's like, you know what, you guys are wrong. This is actually a pretty fun album. But I can't. I did be too. That guy. I,
1: wanted to, yeah. I wanted to I wanted to I kinda wanted to be unpopular and be like, maybe this is the album. Yeah. Maybe this is the <laughs> you know? best album. Maybe there's maybe there's just this little gem that nobody else is getting in this thing and I have to right. find it. Right. But there's nothing there. There's this nothing is there. just there is this is just like yeah. Puddle yeah. of mud. <laughs> puddle of mud could have made half as good of an album and that's not a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Um. So,
0: yeah, our average is a 3 out of 10. Um, yeah. I didn't think you would like this record.
1: Um, I definitely, I'm glad you didn't think I would. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's... I knew you weren't going to like this I, Yeah, album.
0: and I think I kind of, in our text, I kind of maybe accidentally implied that I kind of thought this record was hot shit. And I normally am pretty good about keeping my opinions to myself, but you you don't hear a record like this and be like, Oh, I'll just save my opinion on this. <laughs>
1: yeah. Ooh, well, what could it be? <laughs>
0: yeah, you yeah, there was yeah, normally we like to uh text each other these kind of, you know, thinking emojis like, hmm, was it good? <laughs> hmm, I guess you'll have to wait and see. It's really yeah. hard to do that this time because it's yeah. just, <laughs> It's like smelling a bag of, like, a sweaty gym bag and then being like, oh, maybe I liked how good it smelled or something like that. Yeah. Like, no, you can't I'll let
1: you it. know later in the podcast. <laughs> right.
0: Like, this, rec- this record we did because it's Arcade Fire. They're one of the biggest indie bands. They're the most celebrated indie band of this millennium, which I don't think is an understatement. I think it's a fact. And mm-hmm. they just, they totally dropped the fucking ball. So, shout out to Arcade Fire. Thanks a lot. I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Th- thanks, Win Butler. Uh, you should, <laughs> you should go back to doing a celebrity basketball games because you
1: know I'm way way better at that than this album. is. This is like the Gorillas review
0: where like I'm getting more pissed the more we talked about it. Like, mm-hmm.
1: ugh, yeah, God. So yeah, we, yeah. We just need we need to cut it so that yeah. we don't just keep on keep on going and going and going right infinite content one might say <laughs>
0: uh
1: all right. oh, hey let's make this podcast an infinite loop so that <laughs> <laughs> let's do <laughs> let's do a second Arcade Fire review, but this one is like more toned down.
0: <laughs> and and uh, uh, I'll put the title of the podcast: Everything Underscore Now Underscore yeah. Album Review. <laughs>
1: yeah, and we just like review ourselves reviewing this album.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, with all of this said, our next podcast we got a really fucking fun idea. And we're going to do it and we've been talking Mm -hmm. about it for a couple months and we're going to have so much fun with it. You guys, I think, are going to have a lot of fun with it. Um, Hope so. So, yeah, check that out. We don't even know what it's about yet, but we know how we're going to do it. So it's going to be really fun. Um, Mm -hmm. Until then, check out our Jay-Z 444 review, which is now published on our underthescopesite.wordpress.com We
1: are crazy for that one.
0: Yeah, we had it written and just did not publish for two weeks, but it's published now, so it's up there if you want to read it, which you should, because that's actually a good album. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, anyway, thanks for listening to this podcast. Stay tuned for our really fun, epic, awesome, fun, fun, fun podcast coming up. Fun, (laughs) Uh, it's really going to be fun. Uh, yeah, thanks for doing We're going to
1: review fun.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. It might be better than this album. All right. Bye, guys. I'm,
1: I'm going to.